Blog Talk Radio. Hold it now. Trouble. I overhaul and I'm coming 
slants, spit, hoot, wop, tyke, wetback, raghead, sand nigger, bigot, redneck, cracker, nigger, nigga. These are some of the most common names that you will hear in the most derogatory forms of violent verbal attacks that you'll hear on any people. But one of the most enduring words, both in social media as well as in everyday life, to the point where Malcolm X once said, it's said so often that we think that that's our middle name. And now we have folks that actually endorse and love and feel this name and this word. Some love it. Grandma and Grandpa may have hated it. But we're going to get to all that tonight as we get into black love, the N-word. Let's keep it 100. I'm going to bring my man in from Seattle who's always on point and always on time on this particular subject. And he's going to give you the real definition of the word, the word that really personifies the true meaning of the word nigga, niggas, or nigga. My main man, Sugar Ray Robinson, Jr. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on with you tonight? Nothing much, man. Pretty emotional day to day, but everything all good. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Yes, indeed, man. Yeah, we um, what were you talking about the uh, about the so-called N-word? That's correct. Yeah. Before I get off to the breaking down of the definition of that, of that, but I want to I want to discuss that little word a little bit, man. I want to understand that that word is is pretty big. It's big nowadays. I mean, even the NFL is talking about you know banning that word. You know, I mean. Uh, you know, I'm banning the word. You know, people have discussions about the word, and people, you know, are trying to like um, cover it up. Don't want to deal with it. Don't want to act like it don't exist. You know what I'm saying? And but I don't think it's so much about that word. I think it's more about the control of us. You know what I mean? I mean, even with, with the music, they feel like when guys say that, they feel like that's a problem, man. But I want to get some callers on the phone, man. I want to ask anybody. Do anybody have an idea on how they feel about that word? And I, I know my my son, he um, you know, he used it a little bit, but I explained it to him about what it was. You know, I mean, a lot of guys that use it, it's a, you know, they they use it as a form of endearment. You know, they 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 give each other props and it's greetings and things like that. And you know, I don't see anything wrong with the word, but it gets to a point where as a person of a different color, when they use it, like we saw that woman in front of the dollar store, when that brother just recorded her, she went off and she was using it as an offense, you know. She was coming at him like, you nasty nigger, you know, things like that, you know. And that's not the correct way of doing it. But see, I gave you two ideals right there, you know. Like I said, my son, he used it with his friends, and I use it occasionally, and there's some other guys that use it. We use it because 
is a form of endearment. It's kind of like we kind of like casually talk about it. Well, on the other side, you got this fucking white lady who goes crazy and gets go get mad, and she goes off and says, "You nasty nigger." So that's two words right there. So people get to the point where they say, "Hey, what's going on, man? We can't use that." And the white folks come back and say, "Well, if we can't use it, why you? Why do you guys call each other that?" Well, if they don't understand, there's two different meanings. There's two different ways of using it. There's two, there's two different words. What people don't know is the origin of where that word comes from. Now, I'm going to break it down to you. The word nigger, N-I-G-G-E-R, that's the racial term of nigger. They goes off and they disrespect each other. And that's the one we don't like. That's the problem where we don't like. And really don't like to use that too much because everybody uses it right now. If you use it, it's offensive. They, nobody uses that word a lot. Just the people, just the Caucasian people and people who want to kind of like throw it at us and put us down. That's who used that word. But the N-I-G-G-A, that's a word that I just go, hey, what's up, my nigga? What's up? That's, that's, that's a casual word. But it's kind of mispronounced. Because the real word of where it come from is negus. Negus, like if I say, what's up, my negus? Negus is, is N-E-G-U-S, negus. And the meaning of that word is king. They won't know that. That's the word that comes. That's, that's where it comes from. That, that word is older than the goddamn English language. That shit goes way back. That's an old Ethiopian uh Phrase, man. I mean, that's something that was used way back, niggas. You know, same thing for uh, 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 black women. You know, like Ingas. You know, What's up, my Inga? You know, I mean, this is the thing about it, man. It's, it's wordplay, and all those things they they are coming from that actual word. So the guys in hip hop, they may not know that, but psychologically, genetically. They're using it in the right way. They're basically saying, what's up, king? What's up, king? That's what they're saying. White folks don't know that. So the NFL, if they want to go ahead and ban the word, go right ahead. To anybody out there, if they try to ban that and they try to go against you and throw a flag on you, you file a lawsuit and say, hey, this is what this means. You can't tell me what to say, which I don't think they'll do, but I would love to see how how that plays out. So I hope I've broke that down to you. And if anybody got any questions, 646-595-3402. Let's talk about it. What you think about that, Nels? I think you're right on point with that. What's going on is that, as, as my man said, you know, we're giving clarity to a word that has been used so many times over centuries. And when they came in, Borrowed our services, as it were, uh, during the uh, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th, 1800s, and hell, damn near the 1900s. You know, Europeans always had a way of pronouncing words different from everybody else. Why? Where they make there was even a river over there called the Niger River, over in Ghana, where we got snatched away from. It was spelled N-I-G-E-R. Right. And a lot of people, I don't think really, I mean, I think maybe they, they thought that they, like I said before, they were calling us that maybe, you know, maybe they when, when they initially were calling us that before it got over here, 
maybe they thought that they were, you know, somehow, some of them, whatever, thought it was a term of endearment to us or whatever. But as usual, they got the meaning, the feeling, and the spirit of the word incorrect. And the back of what right. Sugar Ray just said, I have opened the the dictionary uh, of, uh, of the Urban Dictionary that gives us the word meanings and the true meanings of the word. And to repeat what he said, Nagus, the word means king or ruler or emperor in the Ethiopian language of Amhamrak. The antonym of the word is nigger. So automatically, automatically, we see right there that the etymology or the history or the origin, etymology means the history of the word. The etymology of the word tells you that that the antonym for negus is nigger, which means that the nigger portion is the portion where, you know, according to historic American usage, that's the way it was put down. Now, Nagusa or Nagas, also Nagusa or Nigas, was a title to address Ethiopian emperors, meaning king of kings. And so it, it, although it sounds cliché, it truly is uh, the fact that knowledge is power, and without uh, uh, knowledge of yourself, knowledge of who you are, of that power of the, of the written and spoken word, and when things get put in the washing stuff and you end up maybe with a teaspoon of Kool-Aid and a five-gallon jug, you ain't really tasting the real flavor of what's going down. What you're getting is basically the same runoff from people who, who themselves once upon a time were slaves, but they never relate to that, and they want to continue to think that our history should just be related to slavery. So before, before I hand it back over to Sugar Ray, I'm just going to run down the playlist real quick. Again, it's uh, Black Love, the N-Word. Let's keep it 100, 646-595-3402. And Sugar sure. Ray, fortuitously, already gave you the true meaning of the word. That was our, our first thing that we wanted to do with it. And my, uh, you know, clarity on the word, as well as Sugar Ray's, we gave the white society's meaning of the word. So that we have both the both first topics, very fortuitous, again, by, by Sugar Ray. He broke down the A and the B of what's going down now. For our meat and potatoes portion, our community's acceptance of the word, including Hollywood, Homiewood, right, which is a hip-hop community and, and stars just like Hollywood. Hollywood is very comfortable in using it. We still get a lot of, you know, even though they don't dress in blackface, you know, we have this new program out called Orange is the New Black, and amazingly, uh, there's a bunch of sisters who now can make a show, who now can be part of a show, and it's about a little white girl up around a bunch of sisters, and now Orange is the New Black. And by the way, Hollywood, we got a show coming up on you, and the fact that you would come up with a show like this, the fact that you become so comfortable with these things, it's extremely offensive when the only time you can tie us to something is where it's slavery or some foul shit, and we're going to discuss that later on in the week as we continue to dive into this black love, because this is a ongoing topic because we need a lot of black love and the black love got started between Sugar Ray and myself because not enough people talked about us and I don't want to get sidetracked but we got some for y'all later on in the week maybe even tomorrow night but you know we have Hollywood Homiewood and the general public um, we're also going to ask and figure out tonight how you feel about Justin Bieber's use of the word and according to what Sugar Ray enlightened me on giving some Illuminati which Illuminati of course means illumination which means he brightened things up so we can see it. The fact that Floyd Mayweather said that it's okay to do it, just like Michael Vick said that it was okay for Riley Cooper to use it. I don't know what's going on with our people. I'm quite confused right now, but we're going to get into that. 
Okay, also, the fact that our people have embraced the word so much, how do you feel about whites and other cultures using the word? We're going to figure out that tonight and get that out there and get that in. And based upon this, right, uh, do we still have the right to be upset when others use it, being that we have embraced it so much? And finally, right, um, does it even have the same power that it always has, has had? So these are some good topics tonight that we can get into and discuss readily, uh, you know what I'm saying, because there's a, there's a lot of stuff that can be covered, and you can actually run 10 shows consecutively on this word. We will continue to revisit the use of the N-word because, you know, like I said, society has, has become so comfortable with it, and like, he's, like Sugar Ray said a little while ago, you know, we're, we're questioned upon the, our usage of it. Well, I can I'm going to hand it back to him as quickly as I can here, but I'm just going to summarize what he just said in, in this light here. Anytime we take something, and that's being black folks, African Americans, people of color, whatever term you feel most comfortable in the use, because I've had a lot of brothers in certain groups telling us that, uh, you know, that uh, they, they're not African Americans, so they're not feeling that connection. Why that is, that's another, another subject. We'll get into that, like I said, before maybe next month sometime. But every time we take a word that has been used as a weapon against us and we neutralize it, suddenly all the questions come up. Certainly, suddenly all of the, you know, the, the, the vibe comes up as to why are we using it, why do we do this, why do we do that. Well, I, I, it's like KISS, which means keep it simple, stupid, as an acronym. We neutralize the word because we know what it means to you. We know, oh, we know what it means to you. You heard the other racist terms that have been used on people, but the most enduring one that has been endured for which we have no comeback from is that N-word. Sugar Ray, go ahead and take it home. Well, yeah, you know, the N-word, man, what people need to understand, man, is that we should know, and I know a lot of people know that, that black people, us, we are the original people. And the thing about it that we created so much that we have done so much, there's gonna always be copycats. There's always gonna be people who gonna who gonna, you know, basically um absorb or basically do what we do, kinda of follow. And I know there's other people using it and there's other people but they don't understand the understand the meaning of it. They don't understand the uh, the language of it, and the thing about it is that when we need to educate ourselves a lot more to understand that meaning, man. So it's it could, it's, it's okay. I, I I educated myself up on that. At first, I didn't know, but now I know. But it's one of those things that people are going to follow. They're going to mock everything we do. But the thing we need to understand is though is that people are taking our stuff and making money off of it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And that's what we are hurting at because we we are, are behind and we have to basically understand that we need to go back and educate ourselves on how we did things and what we do because what's going on, man, that we see in the world out a European eye. Right. We're not seeing a world out of the African Ah, you know, our black eye. You know, we're not seeing. We're trying to do things out of their way of how they dictate the way things are. And that's why we are in the predicament we're in, because we're trying to be like them. When you got black people out there, 
cooning and and doing stuff, and everybody said, "Well, hey, he's getting paid." That's 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 a that's a European idea. That's not that's not what solidifies everything. Okay, yeah, you got some money, but for that money, you do anything. You you basically uh, uh, disrespect another cat. You know your own brother. You disrespect for money, and that's a slave mentality. That's that's that that's that animalistic thing that was been taught from us from way back that we still right now to this day to this day we do. Ain't nothing changed, man. A lot of people think that everything changed. Everything everybody think that oh, we free, we good. No, nothing's changed. Absolutely nothing has changed. Only thing that is different right now is that we can spend money with the dominant society. There's nothing changed. I mean, really. That's the only thing. We are making money for them still to this day. You know, we are getting lynched still to this day. Not actually physically lynched, but we're getting killed. We're getting shot because this, this is a technical world. They have to lynch you now. They can shoot you down. You know what I'm saying? That's deep. And that's real because the thing about it, people don't understand that. People think that, oh, oh we're okay, but... These niggas, these niggas, they don't understand that, hey, man, we just sitting here watching basketball or watching football. And I, like, I watch it, too. I do that. But we do so much of that to take up our time that we're not even teaching our kids on how to deal with white supremacy. Because our kids go to school, and you think they being okay, they be all right, but they're not being all right. They're getting... Behind, they get pushed to the side because they don't know what's going on. They want to know why they're not like this here. You want to know why your kid wants to have this, wants to have that, wants to have that? It's because he's watching what he sees on TV, what they are putting out there. So, they, I mean, it's deep, man. It's real deep. I mean, it's real, real deep. But that's the problem, man. So when the word comes out like that and everybody takes suit and they follow now you got Asians using it, you got white folks and everybody using that word. Right. That's that's basically saying to us that's us, man. They are mocking us. Hip hop, the way way hip hop came out, nobody wants to do nothing with hip hop. Nobody had nothing to do with hip hop. They would say it's a fad. I remember that. that. Yeah. I remember look at that. Everybody's on that. I remember the issue for twenty five years of time. Go ahead, go ahead and pump that, yeah. man. That, that's real. That's real. Yeah. Go ahead, let the people now, know. Talk, talk that, right, man. Right. Come on. They were talking about hip hop like it was nothing. They didn't like it. Nobody, nobody. It was they hated it. It was nothing they want to deal with. It was almost like a curse word. You say that, they was like, oh no, I don't want to deal with that. But then when they found out they can get some money off of it, then they want to deal with it. They want to get with it. They want to be in it. They want to be, they want it all up in it. It's the same thing. Just like the word nigga. It's the same thing. We know it's a slave. We came from slavery, slavery back in the slavery days. But it's a situation. They was beating us by using that word because basically where they got that word from was from way back when they got us. We was calling right. That was something they got from us. But if you, if you got a lot of brothers thinking now, they'll think that we... That was something that they created called us. No. They didn't know anything about us. They heard us calling us that in Africa. 
They just pronounce it differently because they're from the Europeans. We are not. We had a different accent. We said it correctly, the right way. They said it a different way. And they got to a point where it was racially and everything they was doing, they was basically trying to defeat, trying to defeat us. So now here we are to this day, and you got some of these coons. Hey, I don't want to use that word. Oh, no, that word is this. That's because you've been listening to these crackers all the time. And why I say crackle, before you people go off me and say, what the hell is it? Why, why you got them crackers and everything? Well, if you, let me break that down to you. The word cracker, that's back in the slavery. Well, that's what we used to call them. The guy who used to crack our back with his whip, our ancestors used to call them crackers. Because that's what they did. They cracked us back. They used to crack our back with their whips. So that's where that comes from. Let so, me drop that one more time. I'm going to drop it about 20 times. I'm going to let you get right back. Negus, king, ruler, or emperor, or king of kings. Negus, Nagas, Nagusa, Nagas, king of kings. The antithesis, or the opposite, or the antonym for that word is nigger. Yeah. Yep. You have to study emetology, man, to understand these words, man, because those words like that, man, that's our first language. That's our original language. They didn't use vowels and like that. They, you know, they, they, they. It was the pronunciation was totally different back then, and it's deep, man. It's real deep. You know, that the that third topic, and you're talk, basically talking about it right now. It's you know our acceptance of the word, and the fact that like everything else, the religion, the the, the lifestyle. The mannerisms, the way of life, the sisters bleaching and blinding their hair up. You know what I'm saying? The acceptance of their sexual impotence. Right. The, right. The, acceptance, the accepting of, 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 of uh, you're nothing more than, you know, as high as they'll go. The acceptance of being called a Negro, which, which back in the, in, in the civil rights days meant uh, that, you know, they called you a Negro because the highest you could grow. Is is as high as a, a, a cracker's knee could go to, to kick you in the face and knock you back down. The acceptance right. of these things and the allowance of things. The Riley Cooper incident, and we go we go dip right on here because the, the Justin Bieber thing and the Riley Cooper thing is the same thing. And when I say Homiewood, I mean everything that's entertainment under under the entertainment umbrella for, for for black folks. And even though you think these folks love you to death. If you notice, you can never rise above being someone that makes them laugh or tap their foot or entertain or sing. That's as high as you can actually ascend to grow. And those who do have the power, those who do get the money, those who do, uh, uh, you know, do the fizzle. Now, you know, this, this is America, so you're allowed to, to marry who you want. But when I hear cats say that they can't find any sisters that are worthy of their time or the money and everything, and they turn right around and marry the descendants of the people that enslaved you, that's kind of problematic because, like I said before, you know, if you want to marry outside of your race and do all that, that's fine. But don't blame it on the lack of a sister's understanding. Don't blame it on a, on a, on a, on a sister being too tough. Remember, your first educator and your first teacher was a sister. That was your mama. She was your first educator, your first teacher. So when you start accepting everything that somebody feeds you because you're either A, B, C, 
you either a too lazy to to go back and and and, and look up the definition of the words, which that uh, uh, even above having a pistol or a grenade or a gun or a tank. The most empowered thing that you can have is knowledge, not only just knowledge of 1 plus 1 equals 2, because that's the basics, but it is still basic, and that is the knowledge of yourself. That's the knowledge of who you are as a man and as a person. Like like Malcolm said, we don't hate no damn body. We just have learned how to love ourselves. And in a lot of cases, a lot of us forget to do that because we figure that if we're not in the emulation, imitation or, 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 or like the, the disclaimer, any reproduction or retransmission without the express written consent or whatever organization you're dealing with is prohibited, we do the same things. We don't, we don't research nothing. We don't do nothing. We don't, we don't educate our children on nothing. Like I said before, we're not educating on hate. We're educating on the love of yourself because you're certainly not going to get any help on the other side on any of this. So then you get suggesting beavers in here. And, 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 and he sits back and he sings songs and does his Al Jolson routine and sings on the nigga stuff. You get your Riley Coopers that play for the Philadelphia Eagles, and, and here he comes with the, with the nonsense of saying that he would kill up every nigger in, nigger in the building where he was at at this concert. And in both cases, you have brothers bailing them out so that the, the, the greater establishment who can't stand you, the same ones that sent you to jail, Michael Big, the same establishment that sent you to jail and, and, and jailhouse you for 18 months, took away your skills, the same people said, took Ali's, uh, you know, uh, uh, basically his undefeated records and his strength and then for five years, and the same organizations that set up and, and like like my man Floyd Mayweather, who I have an extreme amount of respect for Floyd, an extreme amount of respect for him. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But fellas, fellas, Mike, Floyd, you know what I'm saying? These things that are said are not okay things. These are not brush over things. So And so, you know, if you're not going to really support why it shouldn't be that way, or at least correct the young man or whoever it is that you're dealing with, please don't sit and endorse something like that because what you're doing is all you're doing is feeding into something that really is not natural to us as, as people or anything else. And like I said before, the establishment loves it when our icons say, oh, it's no big deal, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like Malcolm said, what could be better than what we have here? Well, there's a lot better. We just need to learn how to look for it. We need to quit you know, accepting anything, not standing for nothing, but falling for everything. And you're truly falling for stuff if you sit up and you don't stand up and say, hey, look, enough is enough and we've had enough. Let's have a forum on this thing. Let's do it. You look at the Washington Redskins right now. They're going there and brought in a battle in which the NFL has said once again as of yesterday that they are not going to change the name of the Washington Redskins even though the first people that were indigenous to this country, let's not, let's not go with the Christopher Columbus discovery because in order to discover something, people couldn't be there. And there were people already indigenous to this country. And in this case, it was the American Indian. And years before that, if we want, once again, Sugar Ray later on will tell you about the Hidden Color series where it teaches that African, uh, Africans were over in this country centuries before because of the, the way the current works in the uh, Atlantic Ocean and carried them over here. We were here with the American Indians a long time before the European expansion into, into America. But the point I guess that I'm making without you know, beating the, the drum uh, overly hard, which they, they, by the way, there's no way you can do that, if we're not having solutionary things or we're not telling our te- our children exactly what's going on, it's just like Guru said. You know what I'm saying? If we're, if we're, if we're not te- doing it right, 
then we're not keeping it real. We're keeping it wrong. And we need to educate on everything that there is. So you have to educate. You have to research. You have to look at these books. And you have to ask yourself the question why, you know, things continue the way that they are. The Native American was the first people that were indigenous to this country, and yet they are called rednecks by a football team, and it's obviously offensive. Now, let's take the same thing that you're, un- you're unable or unwilling to do, and let's put that into the homosexual picture that, is t- for whatever reason, has taken the United States by storm. This whole lifestyle has taken America by storm, and now if a heterosexual blinks sideways, they're called all, everything but a child of God, and even though we know that that behavior is, is actually counterproductive because you can't put two of the same thing together and create anything unless you do some unnatural process, that is widely accepted as, as now taboo and you can't touch that, but you are more than willing to allow Native Americans who are very proud people to continue to have their names slandered by a sports organization that doesn't see the need to change it. And even though you have a senator from the state of Arizona and John McCain trying to change it, for whatever reason, you seem unable or unwilling to do that. And here again, that's problematic because it all comes down to respect. And none of, no minorities in this country are actually shown any respect, even though it was our backbones that built this bad boy. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely, man, it is, man. Yeah, you know, hey, the situation with the Justin Bieber thing, man, what do you think about that, man? I mean, like, Justin Bieber, I mean, when he was 15 years old, you know, some tape basic surfaced about him, you know, singing and, and uh, uh, you know, saying nigger in his, in his uh, song and, all kind of other stuff, man. It wasn't it wasn't unnecessary. It was racially motivated. But the thing about it, he was 15 when he did it. But shit, it's not too long ago. Shit, he's like what 20 right now, 21 or whatever. So it's not too long ago. So that shit's still fresh in his mind. But what I'm trying to say is, man, it's like, why is it, man, that when somebody comes out, same thing with Donald Sterling, same thing with Justin Bieber, same thing with whoever you could possibly name. There's always be some guy that comes, some brother, come to his rescue. Like right now, we got to Justin Bieber's rescue. We got Floyd and Usher. You know, Donna Sterling. They got a, he, he got a whole goddamn church. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shit. It, I mean, like, what's it, wrong with it, niggas it, right it, now? It, it is because we have this propensity to want to be accepted by people that can't stand us. We have this propensity to want to be accepted, to want to be glued to, to want to be attached to, to want to continue to try to reach out for the very people that can't stand your damn guts. And, yes, they've thrown a few of us a bone. Yes, they've made some of us millionaires to run up and down courts and run up and down football fields and dance and flip and flop and entertain. But in matters of seriousness, subject matters, and matter, matters of serious, you know what I'm saying, the actual thing that we all seek, but uh, still it eludes us, and that's the right to control our own destinies through business ideas, through enterprises and things like that. These things are frowned upon. Hell, Arsenio Hall is probably one of the most popular brothers of all time to ever hit the late night scene, and Lord knows there's nothing else on but Conan O'Brien and, and a couple other unfunny fuckers. And yet we get a chance to sit up here and watch them at length 
right, regularly, and they have full security and full backing, and this man cannot keep a show, and he's never offended anybody. But for whatever reason, we have our own race that seems to feel the need to reach out and continue to try to, you know, appease people that basically cannot stand our damn guts. And I don't know why any brother would, would, would sit up and say, maybe maybe they're confused. Maybe they need a little bit of, 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 edu- of educating or something. Maybe they their money has blinded them to where they feel that they have graduated. But I tell you what, slip up and make a mistake. Slip up and, and, and have, a, have a, a common faux pas. And I guarantee you, as quickly as you got that money, as quickly as you can get get it, get it fleeced. I'm sitting here right now looking at O.J. Simpson, and they're talking about how 20 years ago what happened with him in the Bronco chase and what happened with, with him and showing him right here on TV right now. O.J. Simpson was one of the most beloved black men that there were. And they still haven't even proven whether or not, you know, he did, he did the crime or not. And they got the, you know, the, the, the other side crying and doing all this stuff, but... What happened to the case was what? You had a racist cop, Mark Furman, who screwed them out of their case. You had a DA and a, and a police force who sits up, at, and, and I don't want to get sidetracked too long on this, but you had a police force who basically was used to just railroading black men and got away with it for years. So when it was time for them to actually do their jobs, they couldn't do their jobs. You know what I'm saying? But here again, let's get back on point and back on topic for what we're talking about on this race thing. I cannot give you, and we're going to go to break real quick so we can regather thoughts and recalibrate, but I cannot give you an intelligible answer at this point. What makes us, our people, jump out there and try to do things because, and they they might say, well, it's the Christian way of doing things and all this other stuff, but, you know, it's just like the laws, it's just like the society, and it's just like church itself. There are two churches, two societies, and unfortunately for us, there are two realities to what the truth is in this country. People don't want to discuss this subject because they're afraid to, to deal with it. Here's that. I mean, how much money is too much money, man? And Floyd is flooding with money. Michael Vick's pockets flooding with money. You know, saying so all these other, you know, folks that just these churches and stuff flooding down with money, flooding down with money. But for whatever reason. We, sit, we, we start telling people that it's okay to defecate on us. I'm going to tell you something, partner. There's no amount of money that makes it okay to defecate on us in our race, but it happens all the time. Okay? 646-595-3402. Black love, the N-word. We keeping it 100. You might not like what we have to say, but we spit nothing but the truth through our gap, too. We're going to give it to you real. We'll be back in a moment. Like I wanna move with them horns Let them play with them strings While I spit the life for kings Put a cud in it Stud with it, we at it Dudes that was meant to have it Fans wanna reach out and grab it I'm just an ordinary man With an unordinary lifestyle Seen early, I would live as a child I was conceived a mistake But through God, it's really all it takes For me to be born and make 
the earth shake. This was raised from the bottom. So before them plain clothes got him, soak up the four square mouths to pop him. It's me in the flesh, here to put the rumors to rest and let you celebrate hip-hop's best. From the womb to the tomb, hit the game real soon with a tune that's going to take sun straight to the moon. Ted Al, see it's my turn now. All competitors bow, all you're saying is wow. All I know is the way it got to go. Don't be afraid to 
Everybody know it all as soon as you think you do, that's when you fall. We got to do more to survive, we must evolve. Things change just when you think you've seen it all. We trip, we stumble, but we get back in stride. Each day, all the way, one step at a time. Don't want to let my ego and pride make me blind. The elders say when you stop growing, that's when you die. The one who gets the knowledge is the one who asks why. Through the course of life, you're going to taste some humble pie, but I love it. It makes me appreciate the things that I take for granted. Gaining insight and understanding. Each one, teach one, we got to pass it on. Keep doing the knowledge, building and adding on. With faith in the assumption that nobody knows everything, but everybody knows Keep something. Keep on learning. It's soaking Those guys, if you 
they come out with the information now, Information Age album. It came out in 2012. They got they got classics, man. They got, you know, they, I've been following them for a long time, but they got a lot of good stuff, man. I mean, Dead Press, Stickman, M1, they, they just, they, they the real deal, man. They the real deal. Ooh. Man, oh, man, you you ain't kidding, man. I mean, that, that right there, man, that's like, on a scale of 1 to 10, that's about a 15. Because it is, yeah, it that's isn't, dead. It isn't, that, it that, that's wrong, it man. Lie. It means, yeah. That song, man, oh. that song right there, man, kills anything out right now. That that song is so smooth, it's cool, it's. They 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 be spitting and they, the, the lyrics are tight, man, and the the, the melody. I mean, they, they man, they put it down, man. That's cut, man. Man, that's like that's like pouring peroxide in an open cut and having it kill on the spot. <laughs> boy, oh boy, man. Man, Woo. that's that's a classic, man. That's it's, it's got a great feel, man. But you know. Dead Press, there's a lot of good brothers out there, man. Dead Press, there's a lot of cats out there, man, that just do it real big. And uh, I'm a big fan of cats, man. Hey, man, I'm a fan of anybody that makes me feel like I'm sitting in a classroom. Rakim, KRS-One, Public Enemy, Dead Press. Hey, man, you know, Nas, long, long as you long as you stay along them lines, yep. man, that's what I'm saying about about keeping it on the real. I'm, I'm, I'm going give to give them two parts. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Acronym. N-I-G-G-A. Never ignorant on gaining goals, okay? Never, let me, let me make sure that, that I, I'm not paraphrasing, that I get it right. Never right. ignorant about getting goals. Never ignorant about it. You know what I'm saying? That, that in itself, it, it was genius. That was genius right there because that's, that's just like that dead press. I mean, I mean that's, that's, that's how we, I mean, there's so many different meanings. That the N word has, and if people sit and they ask, you know, you get the other side. I mean, the, the next topic is, uh, you know, what I'm saying the fact that our people have in, in, in endorsed the word, you know, what I'm saying, and embraced the word so much. How do you feel about whites and other cultures, you know, what I mean, using the word? If you're using the word in the right context. And if you, and if you, you know, you, you're, you're basically you're, you're using it as a healing agent rather than a weapon. Just like you, you brought up a point about the lady, you know, down in believe it's in Tennessee or somewhere around there, down in south. And I, I'm looking up to be to be for certain, you know. So don't quote me, but she's sitting in the camera and calling this this this, this brother a dirty nigger. Now we've just established, <laughs> and, and like I said before, as as promised, as promised, I'm going to read it to you again. Negus, N-E-G-U-S, okay, 646-595-3402. We're giving it to you raw and uncut, 100% radio, 100%, 100 at all times. We're keeping it 100. Negus, king, ruler, emperor, right, or emperor in the Ethiopian language, the, Am- the Amhamrak, the antonym for that word is nigger, the opposite, okay? Negusa, Negus, also Nagusa Nigas, right? A title used to address Ethiopian emperors or the brothers, you know what I'm saying? The brothers means king of kings. So as we continue to educate and we continue to get the proper acronyms and we continue to, it's just like taking the right medication. You don't want to take medication for blood pressure or, or diabetes or something 
that's going to make you sick or make you, make, make your heart beat so fast that you have a stroke. You want to give just the right dosage of whatever it is. So tonight, that's what we're doing. We got the Q-tip. We're going to put a little bit of that old-school comb on here and try to heal up some of this this, this uh, fracklement stuff that we keep getting thrown at us about our culture and who we are and, and the name itself. But that, that poses another question for you, Sugar Ray. What do you think about that? The fact that our people have so embraced the word, right, and, and, and everybody's all nice and comfy and everything, and sometimes the way that you, you know, uh, get, get it on is that you, you know, neutralize it. Like I said, you take a, a teaspoon of that, but you add five gallons of water, so you cleanse it back up so you're not really tasting what's going down. How do you feel about whites and other cultures using the word? Should they well, use it? Well, I'm not. I, well, you know, the thing about it, man, is that, uh, I, you know, people are going to always copy and do, you know, they're going to follow and going to do, they're going to have a spin on it. See, the thing about it, man, there was a point in time that nobody was using that word but us. In fact, that word struck fear when we used it, because when the when the, when they got through the part of hip hop to where it was very, um, I would say, very pro, very active about our culture with PE and NWA and things like that. Well, nobody. I mean, you may have some guys that was kind of like of different nationality using it, but that wasn't really. They had to be part of it was going on. Now, today, I don't even know if we do embrace that. Because right now, man, they are on television, live and on TV, right? On this television screen, saying it without no hesitation. And wow. the thing about it is, man, you got, you got owners and everybody coming out and everybody saying it. There was a point in time that white folks was very scared to even talk about slavery. There was a point in time they didn't want to talk about it. It was a forgetting nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was something they didn't want to forget. They was they didn't want to deal with it. They didn't want to talk about it. Right now they're to the point where hey, they're talking about it. They're putting it out there. They put movies out. Uh, they they uh, it's the reason why is because. I don't know if we embrace that word because we haven't even embraced our own culture. And people see that, and they don't respect us. And they see us as a doormat. So they walk all over us and say, whatever, I'm going to use it. What you going to do, nigga? <laughs> Straight up. Because the thing about it is we we just that passive because we got a lot of guys battling each other, disrespecting each other, and we don't we don't have no – no, um, nothing to show muscle. I mean, we have some things out there, but we not, we not, uh, 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 we not putting our and in, our investments into it, or trying to let that situation take care of us. I mean, I mean, what I'm saying, like the Black Panthers and things like that. And people, when you talk about that, people get to the point where they don't want to hear that. They don't. Oh, that's not that. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Never mind, because a lot of niggas are on some dumb, dumb stuff, and they don't know how to even do it right. They don't know it's a war out there on them. It's going on at an economical base. That's where it's hit us real heavy. And, and right now, with our kids and what's going on in schools and everything, they put it to us real hard, man. They, they, they really dogging us. 
and all we can talk about is people. Let's talk about sports. You ever have you, have you ever sit around a white dude, and you don't even know the dude? First thing he gonna come up to the brother is, "Hey, did you watch the game last night?" The brother gonna bring up, "Yeah, I saw it." Cause he gonna, cause and he, he gonna be cool with that. See, this is this is this 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 is the trick thing, man. That, that, that a lot of dumbass niggas don't know. And I'm saying dumb, cause y'all niggas are dumb, cause a lot of niggas do not listen. I have been part of a group, and I'm not gonna say the name of the group. Where there's a bunch of brothers in the group, and I post something, and I say something about us, about some things about what they're doing, which is about. Three or four white dudes, and in that same post, a white dude called me racist, and everybody side with the white dude going against me. That's how fucked up we are. And what's was so funny about it is brothers get to the point where they feel like, oh, he likes hip-hop. He likes music. I mean, he likes sports. So he cool. I'm going to talk with him. But they don't understand, though, is that, they're basically in your shit, man. Basically, just because he got those things, he don't. You have you really don't have nothing to come, but you think you do. You think you do, but he doesn't. And then what's going to happen is he's going to end up getting more and more of his guys, in, and they're going to end up owning your goddamn group. And then the next thing you know, you're going to have a bunch of beige uh, white dudes running your show, and you're going to like, what? What happened? What, what happened to our group? What happened to this? Because you know why you let. You, you know, it's like who let the gate open? Somebody, you let all the dogs in, and they took over. And that's what's going on, man, because a lot of cats, man, don't get it, man, because another, another thing, too, is, man, like Floyd Mayweather, uh, 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 a lot of cats, what they don't understand is, because you make a lot of money, just because you make a lot of money, why all of a sudden you got all these white people in your business because you got a lot of money? If you didn't have no money, they wouldn't bother you. They would probably hate you. They'd probably be at you. But since you got money, he wants to walk out with you and hang out with you, walk in the ring, want to be posed on Instagram pictures, want to throw parties with your, for your daughter, to throw parties for your daughter. I'm talking about Justin Bieber. I'm talking about Floyd Mayweather. Throw parties for your daughter and things like that, and you okay with that. You cool with that, but you didn't know about his past. That's how he felt about niggas you know, when he was talking about this, talking about that. When he had his whole his whole racial thing going on with them. But you come to his de- you come to his defense. Same thing with Usher. You come to his defense. See, that tells me, man, you guys don't them guys don't understand what's going on because they got money and the money puts niggas to sleep. Casting get when they get that money, they think, oh. Well, I got money. I'm cool. I'm okay. World's great. There's no problem. And you know, it's people don't understand. And, and brothers are quick to come out and say, "Oh man, 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 we 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 do it to ourselves. We we do it to ourselves. Man, get the coon out of here. That's that coon shit, man. Because you know why? That black on black crime that people always talk about. That's that that's not that's not that's just what it is." You put a bunch of people in the same area, put a bunch of people in the same area, somebody's going to end up getting killed. That's just natural. I mean, white people do it all the time. 
I mean, they do it. They kill them. They eat each other. They do all kinds of shit. They do shit that you never heard of. But not only do they do it to them, they do it to us too. But what I'm trying to say is the, the black and black crime, though, people watch the news and believe there's a problem going on with black folk. But they, and that's a camouflage when they say black on black crime because what's going on is not the black on black crime, it's the white on black crimes. They put us in jail so much old bullshit. You know, and that's one of the things that people get. I mean, people just don't understand. Man. There's a lot of stuff they don't know. So the more and more as time goes on, it's getting to the point where they are walking over us and they're having respect for us. So they take anything, our jingles. They took hip-hop. They take the N-word. They take everything. They probably fucking take the skin off our goddamn bodies and put it on their bodies if they want to. Well, you know what? Let me, let, me, let, me, let me hit you off with something. First, let me hit you with the verse. Then let me hit you with the portion of the song as it leads up to it. It gives it exactly what we were talking about. Like we were talking about earlier, and you were talking about, you need to have the type of MCs teaching you something, somebody that's really educating you on something. And, you know, you've heard me say it both in, in our old sports group right down to, you know, recently when I told you. In a lot of cases, when people put you down and they call you the nigger instead of the niggas, they call you the nigger and stuff and want to put you down, it's because in reality, if they could cut their hand off, if they take yours in a heartbeat, if they could take your life, they would do it in a heartbeat. You see the programs that's going on. You know what I'm saying? Orange is a new black. This is the new black. Homosexuality is the new black. I'm so tired of being insulted as an African-American but having people put in, basically, lack for a better word to put it, fuckery, and in saying that somehow our race is so less that you can add things to it and, and take things out, and you get more props, right, for being me than I do being myself, right? You saw Fred Astaire do it when, with, with, with tap dance, right, where he went uptown to, to, to Harlem and watched the tap dancers and Bojangles, uh, uh, Larson and the rest of them uh, tap dancing and came back uptown and imitated that. You saw it in jazz. The same thing happened where you, you can't even go to a jazz concert now. You hardly see any brothers. You might have one or two acts out of 20 that are doing that same with blues festivals, especially here in Portland. But you got more people out there, and they keep calling us niggas and stuff. But the more you do it, you got your tanning boots, you got you know your, your hair getting twisted up. I even see some running around with dreadlocks and braids, and it's, it's amazing. There's a song by KRS One. I'm sure you're familiar with. It's called MC Zach Like They Don't Know. And the verse goes like this, and I'm reading from the page. If you don't know me by now, you never know me. I won't win a Grammy. I won't win a Tony. But I'm not the only MC that's keeping it real. When I grab the mic, the mic and smash a rapper, the girls go ill, right? Check the, t- the time as I rhyme. It's 1995. Whenever I arrive, the party gets liver. Flow with the master rhymer. That's okay. That's okay. And then it says, uh, that's to, to to leave behind the video rapper, you know, the chart climber, clapper. Down goes another rapper onto another matter, punch up the data, the blast master. Knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everybody is what KRS-One means. You know, call up KRS-One, I'm guaranteed to rip the party. Flat top braids, bald heads, and natty dreads. There once was a story about a man named Jed from the Beverly Hillbillies, but now Jed is dead. All of his kids instead want to kick rhymes off the tops of their head. Word. He said, what goes around comes around, I figure. 
Now you got white kids calling themselves niggas. As the, the, the tables turned, as the crosses burned, remember you must learn. Okay? So basically what he's saying is, is the same thing I was just saying a minute ago. Everybody and their brother wants to imitate that which supposedly they hate the most. So it's actually not so much of a hatred as there is a jealousy factor that goes down. Now, what I'm going to do is so that you get the, the, the true feeling and spirit of what I'm saying, I'm going to play that first portion, and I'll cut it off after that, and you'll hear him say the same lyrics that I just said. And basically what he's saying is is that the, the white culture is basically stealing our culture from us on everything down to music us. Eminem gets all the Grammys now, and there hasn't been a, a brother that's got the Grammy in the longest, and some guy Macklemore came out with, with, with a song with, you know, with you know the homosexual stuff and everything, and he gets a Grammy and stuff. And meanwhile, Nas and all the knowledgeable brothers who putting out Platinum and, and Jay-Z and everybody can't get a Grammy. Here's KRS-One with MCs act like they don't know. And like I said, I'm only going to play a portion, then I'm going to flash back. Clap your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes. Cause I'm KRS and I'm on the mic and premieres on the break. So you feel what I'm saying? And, 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 and now that was 1995. Now flash forward 19 years, right? Flash forward 19, 19 years, and now you, we can't win a Grammy for our own shit. We can't get a, 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 a promotion for our own skill. Everybody and their brother is replacing us, and they're getting more credit for pretending to be like us than we do about being ourselves. But see, what ends up happening is a lot of us, we think that it's cute. We think that it's a novelty. We think that it's a wonderful thing that, 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 uh, that our culture is basically being, basically, as far as I'm concerned, being kind of bastarded out, and, 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 and everybody's using our culture and benefiting from our culture but us. Because the record companies get richer, we get poorer, but somehow the only thing that we get a chance to be is, is the nigga. Hollywood is beating the hell out of us with slave movies. They, they, you, know, they, they, you know, they come on TV. You don't even have to watch a movie or R-rated movie in the movie theaters. You can turn on a given Heat of the Night episode on regular TV at 9 o'clock in the morning, and you'll hear somebody on, on, on a program in order to keep it real calling us the N-word. 
See, this here again, knowledge is power. And so every time I hear something, or I hear a word being used, or something's going on, and knowing you know, I've, I've you know, I've raised a son, you know, I've got two other sons or whatever. When I hear something, or I hear a word or something, I have to go and look that word up and figure out exactly what it means. And if you really want to know, here again, because we're keeping it 100, and so and we're being real about it, the term "nigger" under the 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 uh, um, uh, American Europeanized deal, right, means you know what I'm saying ignorant. So basically, if we're going and sort we treat the word nigger or the N-word like a gas, it's colorless, odorless, which means it can form fit to anyone and anybody. And if being niggardly or acting like a nigger, ER, the ER version, not the GA version, but the ER version, that can form fit anybody. And, and, and like my man said, you've got, you got folks calling themselves niggers, you got you got folks, you know, white folks, you know what I'm saying, putting themselves out there and, and, uh, and you know what I'm saying, trying to make themselves, you know, somebody that they're not. And they, like I said, they're getting plenty of props for it, but every time that they want to keep it real and have a movie, the closest thing we can get is being a slave. And this is why we've got to do a show about Hollywood because, you know, Hollywood gets away with this stuff all the time where they can kind of just slide things out there and slide things under the radar, and if we're not paying attention to them, we get lost on the whole definition of what things are. But we have to, as African Americans, we have to figure out, you know, what, what, where the roadmap is going and where the puzzle is by, first of all, studying the etymology of a word or, or its origin, looking at the keys on the map to see what each symbol stands for, and then once we get there, orientate ourselves by putting the map on the, the compass on the map and then finding whatever north is through the, because, you know, on a compass, it, it always, you even notice the dial always goes up. Well, that, that, that magnetic field that's up in the Hudson Bay, and I left this in the military, the magnetic field that's up in Hudson Bay always points to north. Or if you get disoriented and for whatever reason your compass quits working, you wait till nighttime to travel and you can use the north star in order to get there. There's three types of north. There's grid north, which is the, the one that you see on the map where the, where the direction on the map says north. There's magnetic north, which is Hudson Bay, and then there's true north, which is the solar system and the stars. The north star, you know, that shows you what direction you're going in. And then that's how you get to your, from point A to point B. So I guess the point that I'm saying is is that as a, as a people, we have to orientate ourselves as a people to know what these words mean, why they're being used, and continue to diffuse it. So to answer the question earlier as to, you know, why people continue to, to do all these things and, 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 and try to be like us, there's a reason for that because, you know, everything that's out here, every color spectrum, whether it's people or whether it's actual colors, everything originates from black. Everything originates from that. So the fact that they, you know, wear dreadlocks and try to be like us and, you know, want to put us down, the fact that I just, I'm just here again, I'm looking at TV, and I'm seeing Cleopatra, you won't see what her color is. You won't, you know, you know Jesus, you know, while he was tearing all those pages of, of, of who he really was out of the Bible and stuff and trying to get things figured out, you left the part about the, the feet of uh, brass and, and the hair of sheep's wool, okay, and, and you say, well, how do we know he was black? Okay, well let let's do the math real quick. He had hair of uh, of, of sheep wool, feet of brass, and he was lynched. So I guess to me that makes him close enough to being black for me. 
if you, I mean, if you just really, if you just really just looking, looking faster than trying to figure things out, it also says that Moses was black too, which is why they always have the term the black Moses. So I mean, the, the N word, if you if you could take it and study it and just flip it around a little bit and orientate your map, you find out real fast what everything means. And uh, so that's where I'm at with it. I, and so I'm, I'm, I don't want to just, just just go on uh, ranting on, but I mean, it's very important. It's very important that we figure out exactly where we're at so far as things go, man, and decipher this word down and break this word down and be 110% about it. Because like I said, there's people that will hear this broadcast, they probably won't like everything that's being said, but you have to, everything that, that is grounded, whether it's your Bible or your Quran or whatever you're dealing with, it has to be grounded in truth or you're just running around your head cut off. So. Yeah, you know, hey, man, the thing is, man, is that we have to kind of like, we just basically right now, as a people, we just have to understand we got to get away from whatever they do. We have to look at things from a different perspective. Because everything that a lot of uh, our guys are looking at, they're looking at it out of a European eye. We're, 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 we're like really right now, we are looking at the world and accepting and dealing with things out of the way of the way they're dealing with it. We are too quick to get along to try before we even try to uh, walk along. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, in other right. words, we're try we're too busy trying to be uh, accepted. You know, uh, equality, equality. People, you got people really believing that. People believe that everything don't supposed to be this way. You know, like when people say, "Hey, you know, Jesus is black." First thing people first first thing people think about it come up and say, Oh, well, color doesn't matter. Well see that's see that's that that's that crazy shit right there. And and, and then on top of that, you know, it's it's just it's just one of those things, man, that people don't understand, man. They have a real a real messed up understanding. And the things are very, very simple. Like when they talk about church, you know, they talk about church. And that's one of the biggest things that kills us. I try to tell a friend of mine, it's a lady friend, because, you know, black women, I love y'all dearly. I love y'all dearly. But y'all be suited and booted when it comes down to ready to go to church. There ain't nothing wrong with that. That's what something, but I ain't going to say nothing wrong with it. There is something wrong with it. But it's one of those things that you guys really put put your serious, 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 uh, your, you put everything into it. And what you don't understand is is that when you talk about church, I mean, the church, a building is nothing. Anything that's made man is not biblical. What I'm trying to say, made man on this planet Earth, when you're building a, a, a church and you're putting so much up on it and you're putting so much into it, don't get it to the point where you're thinking that this is the holy ground. This is, don't. Get caught up into those things, man, but they do that. But people don't understand that your body is the temple. Your body is the temple. You know what I'm saying? Your body is your church. You know? God created that. So basically, I don't go to church because I'm already in church. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? So the people and I heard Professor Griff saying some real heavy stuff a while back ago when I was listening to it. He had said that 
people are in this position where they're trying to uh, uh, looking for a savior, but the savior that they want, he look like us, but they don't pray to that savior. And what's so funny about it, the savior that they want, or the guy that they are trying to come back to save them, is look like the same person that's oppressing us. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's like that. So they, they're basically asking for the oppressor to come back and save us. You go to church and you're praying to some great, crazy stuff that you don't even understand. And from watching Hidden Colors, I was told that Jesus is not his real name. So people, what the hell are y'all doing? Y'all sitting there praying and wasting all this money and spending all this, but it doesn't make sense. I mean, it's crazy. I mean... That's why that's that it was so sick right now. You know, as a matter of fact, since we're on this topic, there is a pastor. He's on YouTube. You can look it up. That's a preacher, a pastor, who bought a sixteen thousand paid sixteen thousand dollars on a dog. So look at YouTube and say, "Pastor, sixteen thousand dollar dog." And not only that, that's how much he paid on his dog. Not only that. His kids are driving BMWs and, and all kinds of nice cars. He's talking about it. He's telling this whole entire church that. Now, if that doesn't look crazy to you and that doesn't make sense to you, oh, you can say, well, he's blessed. He's blessed. Well, okay, so I don't have all that. I'm not blessed. Right. I mean, I mean, you have to look at what you're saying. You have to really, but people are so caught up into this situation they don't even challenge it. That's how weak we are. We don't even challenge it. We be all on TV. First of all, I want to thank God. I want to thank this. Well, that's fine. That's great. But at the same time, man, is it something that you know, or is it just something that you just saying just because you just don't? You just saying because it sounds right. I mean, I see a lot of cats doing that, man. And even even when we are here. At the football games, the basketball games, you got brothers out there. I remember watching uh, the Denver, the Denver Broncos last year. This cat named No Sean Moreno, and he was we were watching the game, man. And this dude had a big tear come out of his eye during the national anthem or whatever. And what's so crazy about it? He crying. I don't know if he's crying because. Maybe he got emotional, or maybe, I don't know if he's crying because, I don't know why, but what I'm trying to say is we sit there and put that arm on our chest, and we sit there and we get so deep. And the thing about it is this same thing that you're pledging to is the same thing that's oppressing you. I mean, yo, I mean, this is the same, this is the same American justice that disrespected Trayvon Martin family. Jordan Davis. Absolutely. We, we can go on forever. But what I'm trying to say is people are thinking like, oh, man, why are you making such a big deal? Oh, I don't supposed to say nothing. I'm supposed to be just content and just go along with it, watch the game, and then walk down the street and go to work and then come back and just, oh, well, hey, shit happens. See, that's the problem, man. We as a people... We 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 got it real bad, man. We are some sick, sick, sick individuals. I think the motherfucker beat us so bad to the point where we don't even know how that that we don't even know how to think straight. I mean, cats gonna get it, man. I mean, you can't even tell a brother nowadays that with things going on for some coon jump all over you. 
You, you can we say, are, this, say that, man. You got coons jumping out the goddamn bush. I don't know why we're afraid of 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 of, 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 uh, of nonconformity, because if you if you if you if you're being a conformist, I call me a nonconformist. Call me, you know. They say, well, you know, uh, you know, you're anti-Semite and all this other kind of stuff. And I'm thinking, well, uh, what is it? What is it actually doing for me to be Semitic? And why is that? And why is that automatically the choice that I should have? Especially when um, you don't respect who I am as a person, and when and, and and the people who continue to cry about what happened to them in World War II and Jewish folks and stuff like that, talk about what happened to them in World War II and how they were enslaved. Well, you're not giving me no love for the 400 years that I was in slavery and that I was enslaved, and then and, and, and all the years. Look, the bottom line is is that you see the names, your Spielbergs, some of these other folks. You know, it's wonderful when they make biblical movies, and it's wonderful when they make movies about themselves. But if that portion of Hollywood really, truly cared about everybody the way they say they do and about oppression, you'd quit making these movies because you guys are all the big directors. You quit making movies uh, movies and television programs because you remember the Nielsen ratings, that's Jewish too. You quit making, you quit making movies about, about slavery. You quit making movies about, about racism. You quit making movies where where the N word is being thrown around like that's who we're supposed to be because you always set it up and and, and, was, and, and you quit doing stupid shit like homosexuality is the new black, um, uh, um, you know, um, orange is the new black, you know, this bullshit's the new black, that bullshit's the new black. If you really cared about things the way you say you do, then you would make sure that everybody got the justice. We'll see here again. We run and we champion things that have nothing to do with us. Brothers, we don't stand up for nothing. If we, if we, were, if we were in front of Mayweather and one of these other big money guys right now, the first thing I think about is, nigga, why you tripping? Why you tripping? You know what I'm saying? In other words, you, you, don't, you don't want to figure out what it is. You, don't want to, you really want to hear the answer because if I, if I try to explain it to you, the only thing that would come out of your mouth is, nigga, why you tripping? Well, look, I'm not the one that's tripping. You're the one that's tripping. Hold on just a second. Man, what do you think about some of this stuff? About who? Man, are you are you are you on deck tonight? Yes, I am. Hey, Bell, how you doing? It took a long time for you to call, girl. You know, I've been I've been listening. I've been trying to round up some folks to get us on here. I've been listening though. I've been listening to all the strong words on here. I'm on here. All right. Is she? You know, I just back up that comment, what you just said. You know, a lot of times it needs to start with our own people. Quit saying the word. Because you hear it in the music a lot. A lot of our popular rappers and, and black singers say it all the time in their songs. And so that's why it spreads out to the generation of the people who don't know. And so until everybody quit using the word, it's always going to be out there. Because everybody's accepting it now, and that's why, like you said, the Justin Beavers and everybody else is using it. And as long as it's out there, it will never go away. And so, so people start listening what the truth is and what the word is and what it really means, then maybe people will start appreciating it. But now they don't, because our race does not appreciate what it is to be a king or be a queen in this country. Well, that's a true story. She's the one that inspired me to do the show tonight, man. Because we was 
you know, we was out at the casino and stuff and, and, and kicking back and relaxing and stuff. She said, you know, if you do a show, because she was, she was, she was, you know, she was, you know, pissed because she saw the Justin Bieber thing. She saw the fact that Mayweather was like, and, and, and like I said, every the, the the world over, black folks have major respect for Floyd. But when you hear brothers who have the influence, who have the money, who have the world with all, who have the, the the resources, and you hear them saying that they don't have a problem with this Canadian kid coming out of Canada and 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 doing a twenty first Al Jolson. Invitation and Al Joseph for the people out there that don't know it, who was a guy who during the 20s and 30s dressed up in blackface and put the polish on his face to to, to give the and, and the scene was always you know mammy this and mammy that and the and dancing and gyrating and, and pretending like he was black and it was the South and you know it was you know either pre or post slavery and and shit like that and 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 a lot of us don't know who this character was. But when I see, I mean, and, and, and as recent as the, I believe it was the late 80s, early 90s, the guy that used to play Sam Malone on Cheers, Ted Danson, him and Whoopi Goldberg show up at an award show, and and, and Ted Danson, or, or not Ted Danson, but the guy who played uh, Cheers, Sam on Cheers, I believe it is Ted Danson. He sits up, and he uh, is in blackface. And it, and, it, and, it, and it highly infuriated a lot of black groups because, we you know, Whoopi's running around here. You know, because you know Whoopi is Whoopi. But you got them running around here with this fellow in, 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 in blackface, and you're showing up at an all-black event. I mean, it's the ultimate, the ultimate, ultimate disrespect. And like she's saying, until we, the people who have the money and the influence and the power, stand up and say something, we are going to continue to have this word be as powerful as it is because, I mean, honestly, this is why i got to do a show about Hollywood. It's going to be two days because i got to spend at least two days ranting on them. Until, you know, uh, you know, Hollywood and the rest of these folks quit making all these slave movies where the, the word niggers being thrown around like it's, a, like it's a new drink or a new tennis shoe, until Hollywood, you know, bucks up and until we, like Beverly said, until we as a people do it, then it's going to be like this one of my last questions. It's, it's two parts, actually. It's, and, it's, and, and remember I said before this, that the fact is that our people embrace the word so much, how do you feel about other cultures using the word? And the part that the, the, the new question is, and based upon this, right, this factor of the, the usage, do we have now in 2014, do we have the right to be upset when other cultures use it Especially when you have to say when you got Mayweather and, 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 and Michael Vick and everybody else telling these people, the establishment, you know, um, that it's okay. Michael Vick told Riley Cooper that it was okay for him to use the N-word. And, and uh, you know, he gets traded the next year. But he stands up for his right. And, by the way, Riley Cooper's got a job. Now, he's a, he's a, he's a starting receiver. For, for Philadelphia, and Michael Vick was once upon a time the top dog in Philadelphia, and, and Chip Kelly traded him. He's, he's yeah, now in a, a New York Jet. So for all that protection you were giving Riley Cooper, because he's standing up in a concert, he's mad, talking about I fuck up every 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 nigga in this place. You got Kramer off of off of uh, you know off of Seinfeld, and he's supposed to be Jewish. You know what I'm saying? Standing up on stage because some black people were heckling him. Those are the niggers. Those are the niggers. But he still is, is revered. You have Seinfeld sitting up here. And here again, let's keep in mind, Seinfeld is Jewish. 
and yet he's sitting up here jumping up and down about how this is his friend and he didn't mean it in that way and, you know, he was just upset. And he's sitting up here with this guy making excuses for him. But if you say something about Jews and the occupation that they went through and, and the fact that they got put in ovens and killed and all this other stuff during World War II, and we're supposed to re- always remember that there's six years of pain, why don't we take your six years of pain and exponentially multiply that by, like, oh, maybe 250 times? Because we've now gone through 500 years. So actually that's like 850 times multiplied, and we're still being called niggers the same way we were when we were in slavery. But for whatever reason, everyone has amnesia about that. It's perfectly okay to make movies, have venues, have white people using the word and stuff, you know, having brothers on in different groups saying, okay, it's no big deal because I'm used to this word, I'm used to this, like everything is okay. Hello, this shit's not okay, folks. It's not okay. But do that's that's the question. Do should should we be getting upset when other people use it when we've made other people feel so so comfortable about using it? What do you think about that? Well, I can well, answer something on that one. We can't get mad if we continue to use it in our music. You know, like for example, you know, when you hear NWA, niggas with attitude. What is that saying? That is that is the problem because we're using that word so much in our music you know, to where, of course, everybody's going to think it's okay to say it, you know, because all the titles, look at all the rappers, Snoop, Tribe Called Quest, Biggie, Tupac. Nate, look at all these famous rappers who have used their, that word in their music and their titles of their songs where they call each other's homeboy, you know, as, as, as a nigga. You know, it's represented every day in our music. So, and, no, and white children, all other children, uses the word, you know. You don't hear other countries using their words they don't like to hear in their music, kites and, 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 and all the racism in their words and their, all their music. But in our, in our society, we hear it in our music all, all the time, every day. Our generation is still using the word because they was never taught the truth. And until somebody get out there and actually tell them what the truth is of the word, it's going to continue to happen. And everybody will continue to call us that word. Well, you know what? My my, 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 my thought is like this here, man. I, I feel like this. I feel that that word, I don't have a problem with the word. I just feel what? like the situation need to be, we need to basically dictate what the word really is. I think it's more of a situation because what I'm saying is, is though, is that if we think negative of it, it's going to be negative because that's what they tell us. But see, the thing is about it is when it's where the origin of where it come from is where we should understand and we should make it to the point on what it really means, and that would alienate the people who are trying to make it negative, meaning. Those white folks, man, they are basically making money off ignorance because the people that are saying it don't know what the hell they're saying. They don't know what they're doing it for. They use it on a, in a negative hip-hop or a racial term. But nobody understands what it's really from. So if somebody was to come out and basically put out a song or basically uh, uh, put out a, 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 a serious dialogue, a serious a serious. Uh, protests or serious uh, 
of issue about that and make a stand and put it out there to let it be known, then people will digress and be like, okay, I'm going to leave this alone. I'm going to go somewhere else. I ain't mess with this. Because you have to make it to the point where you have to tell them. Because, see, I'm telling you, really on the real, man, the white folks are the ones who are making the negative. They make people think that it's negative. They are the one who basically putting out that negative, and the people who are acting upon it, who are doing it, who are promoting it and going out doing it, they don't know better because they are letting, they're going off saying this and saying that, and they don't even know why they're saying it. They're just going off based off so-and-so said it, and that's what it is. They feel that's the only thing they know. But if you educate people on what it really is and put the put the flip on the shit and get to the point where you put it down, people, people start to say, okay. Okay, and then they'll use a lot more, but then they'll have a different understanding about it because I use it, and I'm use a lot. I'm gonna use it a lot more, but I'm gonna use it in a way to where I'm going to do it amongst my own people. I'm gonna do it amongst my own people because that's who it's for. But when I'm getting around with other people doing it, they don't know what they're doing, and they shouldn't. And the thing about it, it should always be somebody. They should be held accountable for it every time. Because the thing about it is we need to have them uncomfortable to do that. Because once they get very comfortable, like they are right now, and they are getting a little comfortable, once they get to the point they're feeling that way, then that's when it's going to be like everybody said, because you got some dudes who are messing around with white girls and white girls bucking off, nigga. White girls calling them that. Seriously. And it's crazy as hell, man. But it's like, damn, what the fuck, man? What, what's, what's up with the, what's up with the the the, the lines? What, what has to be drawn man. with? Hey, you can't use that shit. What's the fuck wrong with you? Because where I'm from, where I'm from in Louisiana, if somebody in our neighborhood he white and he said nigga, he getting his ass whooped, no question about it. But yet you got a lot of us that have, you know, what I'm saying white guys coming up saying, "What's up, my nigga." And, and, but, and I've got a problem with that. And people say, well, why come you got a problem with him saying it? And that when a brother says it to you, history is is the greatest teacher. And, and that's all I have to say on that. Yep. <laughs> that's why you got you to gotta really get in the ass. And you got to really get in the okay. ass, man. And the thing about that word is not going nowhere. It's not. It's not going nowhere. It's not. Because it's, I'm just thinking, man, that, I mean, it's just not going nowhere. I feel like people, like the NFL. I wish I played football right now in the NFL, and they banned that word. And I'll be on, I will be on the field, and I'll be using that word every time, because I come back and protest and say, "Hey, I'm not using the words you're talking about. I'm using N E G U S, and I show them the definition, and I sue the ass. That's what I would do." Because the thing about it, what I'm saying is, they they are taking control and telling us. I don't know if it's so much about the word, but I, I wonder if it's is it the word or is it the situation they're just trying to control us. Period. Because Riley Cooper said it, and now they want to all they want to ban it. <laughs> it's kind of funny, but why is Riley Cooper really? I mean, like he made money and got a career off that word. And, and, never get, and never get punished for using it. Brother on San Francisco said something about a homosexual and get fined and, and, and suspended the game and everything else. White man calls a brother a, a, a brother a nigger in the, in, in the derogatory way, and because Michael Vick stands up 
And once again, I'll say he's no longer a member of that team. That what a guy he was he was protecting. He no longer has a job in Philadelphia, and Ryder Cooper is now a starter. Black Michael Vick is Michael Vick. Michael Vick is broken, man. He's broken. He they broke him down. They broke their brother down to the point where Michael Vick was somebody. After he went to prison and all that speculation and all the stuff he's been through, he has been a good boy now. So what he's doing right now, he basically, anytime the dude comes to rescue a white dude and want to go to the point of saying, hey, he's okay, he's this and that, and after you've been to prison and they mistreated you and dog you wrong like that and did all kind of stuff, they that, that, broke you, brother. They broke you. Amen. Because ain't no way in hell he's cool. It was even worse, and, and like I said, this is 100, so I'm not I'm not backing down on this. This is 100 radio. I'll say it again, right? Um, you know, you, you take this guy and, and you put him in jail, put him in jail for something that white people had been doing for 400 years prior to him getting there. That was chicken fighting, dog fighting, and everything else. But because it's the black factor, you put a man in jail for 18 months behind something that you have been doing all of your lives. And all of a sudden, because you decide your dog lovers right down to the point where some of y'all be having sex with these damn dogs. They have seen, seen y'all doing some crazy shit out here, right? You know what I'm saying? The, the power of YouTube is, is a crazy apparatus. Uh, but yet you want to put this man in jail for, for you know, for 18 months behind something like that, which is ridiculous because it didn't even warrant all that. Seriously, folks, it didn't warrant all that. I, look, I love animals just like anybody else. Some of y'all love these damn dogs more than you love yourself. Black love, the N-word. Let's keep it 100. 646-595-342. We're going to take a final break, and then we're going to come back with final thoughts and everything. And when we come back, give us some time to think about it. Finally, does, does the word even have the same power that it used to? We'll be right back after a message from our sponsors. we got to pay a couple of bills, and then we're going to come back and clean this bad boy up. Again, black love, the N-word. Let's keep it 100. 646-595-3402. We'll be right back. Reminiscing on my past years Cause shit was hectic on me last year It appears that I've been marked for death My heart is wrecked The underlying cause of my arrest My life is stressed And no rest forever weary My eyes stay tearing for all the brothers That I buried in the cemetery Shit is scary I'm black on black crime legendary But at times unnecessary
my block, it never fails to be gunshot. Can't explain the mother's pain when a sun drops. Black males living in hell when will we prevail? Fearing jail, but crack sales got me living well. In a sense, I'm suicidal with the thug's life. Staying strapped, forever trapped in this drug life. God help me, cause I'm starving, can't get a job. So I resort to violent robbing, my life is hard. Can't sleep, cause all the dirt make my heart hurt. Put in work and shed tears for my dead peers. Misled from childhood, we I went straight. To this day, I still pray for a better way. Can't help but feel hopeless and heartbroken. From the start, I felt the racism cut them dark. Cookie quick, the bullshit made me represent. Hit the bar, played the star everywhere I went. In my heart, I felt alone out here on my own. I closed my eyes and picture home on my block. And I can help but wonder why so many young kids had to die. Caught straight from AKs in the drive-by. Swollen pride and homicide, don't go inside. Brothers cry for broken lives, mama come inside. Cause our block is filled with danger. Used to be a close-knit community, but now we're all grown strangers. Time changes up the stone, some crack pipes. All up and down the block exterminating black life. But I can't blame the dealer. My mama's welfare check is brought the next man grown wheels. Shit's real, I know you feel my tragedy. A single mother with a problem child, daddy free. Hanging out, picking up games, sipping cheap liquor. Gaming no, she's open, I can get to sleep with her. It's a man's world. Staying strapped, fantasies of a nigga living fat. But hell back, pipe dreams can make the night seem hopeless. Wide-eyed and losing focus on my block. Block parties in the project, laughing the way past daylight. A young nigga learned to break night. Used to play fight with my homies, but they stuck in the pen. I seen them in for the stuff on the friend. In my mind, I see the same motherfuckers calling. Alcohol to make a lazy nigga slip and fall. Mrs. Carl, I know the young niggas understand this. Growing up in this world where everything is scandalous. I reminisce on the past time. Past time, trying to cop a slice of pizza with my last dime. Can't explain just what attracted me to the Go change some extra change in the street fame. And what's strange is everybody know my name. Swear they all know me. And lots of cash make a nigga change. I hit the green just the main thing. Feeling pain for all the niggas that I lost to the gang from my block.
night folks you know what I'm saying finally you know um does you know does this word even have the same power that it used to final thoughts what do you, what do you mean by no. power 
no. power. I don't think so. Because we lost power years ago over it because it's being used so flickerly and everybody uses it. You know, I consider it to be the number one word in America now because it's open and freely. And I was just reading an article I just posted it on Facebook, and it's called Being a Nigga's Not Cool. And I agree with the title because it's not being cool, but everybody's using it and they think it's cool. And it's from uppulse.com. If you get a chance, read it. It talks about all the scenarios that, and when you have to deal with everybody on both sides who uses the word and how it's being used, from artists to normal people to people having conversations at work. And um, I found it pretty interesting to read. So if you get a chance to read it, it's on, it's on Facebook. It's ugpulse.com. And, hey, it's a free word now. Everybody get to enjoy it and use it. So you think it has, so you think it has as much you have more, you think it has more power than it used to then, huh? Very yes, it does. It has a lot of power. Everybody's using it. You know, and it ain't gonna change. You know, it's not gonna go away. It's gonna always be around. You're gonna always gonna hear it on T V, you're gonna always gonna hear it in the movies, and you're gonna hear it in the music. So it's more powerful than ever. So we can't get mad because everybody's using it. No matter how it's used. Sugar Ray, take it to the bridge, my man. Close us out. Well, you ask us, does it have any power? I mean, a, uh, you think that that word has the same power that it, that it that it always has or that it used to? And it used to be a very, very powerful word, especially when it was used as a weapon. What do you think about its power today? You think it has the same uh, power or equal power as it always has? Or oh man. The power thing, man, throws me off with that because black people never had no power. Well, we mm. had a power. Mm. We had a power. Mm-hmm. We had power back some some years and some centuries back ago, some long time ago. But we don't have no power. So, mm. so when it says power, man, I'm thinking like um, it's a the, the word. I don't know if it has any power because the thing about it is that I mean I don't know if it has any power. I mean when I say power, I think it just is a word that people talk about. It generates conversation and dialogue and things like that, and it it it, it kind of like has some issues with it, but it don't really have no power, man. Because black people don't have no power. I mean, we don't have no power. I mean, as a matter of fact, I think a white person has more power using it than we do. The reason why I say that is because reason. They have the power. They are the dominant side. They own and they disenfranchise us. They have the power to control that situation, meaning if they want to hire somebody, they can call you a nigga all day and still get rich off of it. That's power. And the thing about it is, like is that when we, power. yeah, if we use it, if we use it, we can't. We 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 probably can make money off of it in a rap song, but if I use it all day walking down the street and say this, say that, they be looking at me like I'm crazy, because they be like, hey, this motherfucker crazy. Look at him. They'll laugh at me, you know. But I'm just saying that it wouldn't affect the white people. It doesn't affect Asian people, Mexican people. It only affect us. 
So anybody saying it to us, they have more power on us because we don't have no power. That's me. And in a situation like the Clippers situation, he never came out and said that. He never said nigger. He never said it. But I know he said it before, and I know he act like he's a slave owner, and he is. He's a racist, no doubt about it. But at the same time, what what can be what harm can be done to him? They don't harm him. He comes right back, and he gets he's cool. They he goes to a black church, and it's all good. So what's the problem? He don't have no. He, he's a guy with power. He's, I can say something about these motherfuckers, and I can do what I want. All I got to do is say, hey, I go to church, and it's all good now. Justin Bieber. Yeah, exactly. He don't, exactly. He don't have to say anything. He got Floyd Mayweather. No he, yeah, Justin Bieber. He got to say much. He got Floyd Mayweather fighting for him. He got he got Usher Raymond out there telling him, hey, hey, he's, he's not that guy. They'll take up for him. So, That's so the white folks have more power on it than we do. I can agree on that one. Yeah. Ooh-wee. I can agree with what he's saying on that because that's 100% the truth. Yeah, it's the truth, man, because I'm, I'm thinking when it comes to us as people, man, to think about it, we need to understand this as though as that we, we it's, it's, it's all about us doing things about us. I wouldn't worry so much about the word nigga because we can get stuck on that and get stuck on it, but what we need to do is we need to get in the position and start Owners and stuff start controlling things, like Bob Johnson when he sold BET to Viacom. That's a horrible move. That's a horrible move. Cause check it out. Cause think about this, man. We could create a dialogue of talking about the same thing we're talking about on BET if he owned it, and we get the right players, the right people in the place to talk about us. What's going on? We 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 don't have no channels, no communication, or nothing to talk about. They ain't saying nothing to rap now because the Jews own it and they dictating everything. And they, we got a bunch of clowns rapping about shoelaces and shit. <laughs> but what, what I'm trying to so I'm serious. And what I'm saying is, man, is that we 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 sell everything. You know, we give it we give it away. Like Dre. Check that check it out about Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre, okay. He says Dr. Dre had for three point two billion dollars. This is the same guy who took thirty five million or whatever and created some at USC for a degree in music or some kind of thing. How many brothers and sisters out the hood go to USC? That's the same time when Groundland State was struggling while what they needed money. They didn't have money for their team. They didn't have money for this. He could have helped them. Then he comes around. He go buy Tom Brady's and his lady's house. Give them more than what they both bought it for. He gave them $40 million. They bought it for like way less than that. So he just gave them money back to them. See what I'm saying? Nobody is thinking about, let me do something for us. Floyd Mayweather, he go buy the Bugatti, and he rides around big timing. But has he ever thought about saying, hey, Dr. Umar, he's trying to start something right now. He's trying to start a a, a black uh, university for blacks, and he needs money. You think anyone brother thought about giving him some money? Nope. 
If y'all know who Dr. Umar Johnson is, he's on YouTube. He's a, look him up. Google the brother. The brother's very heavy. But what I'm saying is, is though, is that this is what we have because we don't own shit. So when it comes to that, we have no power. We have no control. You know, I argued with a guy about the NBA before before Sterling even said what he was saying. I was like, I was like, man, the NBA, NFL, we ain't got no black owners. And the dude was like, yeah, we do. I said, who? He said, Michael Jordan. I said, okay. I give you that as one. One out of what, 30-something? Guess, guess you cool with that? But the brother was like, man, what you want? Brother asking me, what do I want? <laughs> brother, it's not about what, not what I want. It's about what we need. But, see, this is the thing, man. We individually are screwed up because we're thinking so much about got to get money, got to get money, about getting rich. But we're not thinking about getting wealthy. They don't know the difference. White right. folks are getting wealthy. White folks are getting wealthy because they ain't tripping on what's in their bank account. We're tripping about rich, 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 getting these. But we get get uh, million-dollar contracts and all that kind of stuff. And what we do is we go buy a big old house, 17 bedrooms. White folks own that shit, too. They get the money back. Go buy a Bugatti and all that type of stuff. White folks own that. They get that money back. But what they do, they can turn on wealth because what they do, they control the industry. They got industry. The rap, the music industry, any line of entertainment, everything, they own it. And they and they generate wealth. And when they die, they pass it on inheritance down to their kids. And it keeps going generation after generation. That's wealth. We don't know nothing about that. We too caught up on being rich. And when we get rich, we act stuck up to our own. <laughs> we just diss our own people. We fighting T.I. and T.I. and Floyd, millionaires. They want to fight <laughs> you know they don't want to put. They can't put a nickel together right now. They don't want to put the money together to go buy something. Say, hey, let's go put some money together and have Dr. Umar Johnson. I'll put some together, put some money to help our community. As they having problems in Chicago right now, let's go. brothers ain't like that, man. It ain't just the black brother. Even Oprah Winfrey, man. Oprah Winfrey ain't. She she she's to the point where she ignores the situation. She doesn't really do much. People say, well, she did something in Africa. Okay, wow, that's great. But she's from Chicago. There's a lot of people dying in Chicago. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, so we as a people, man, we have a little, we got got, got some real problems, man, real problems. Our churches are all, uh, need to be terminated. It's, 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 It's a situation that our churches are even messed up. I'm serious. Our churches are you messed up. You go to church, I bet you any reverend you go in there, that cat man's looking sharp, clean as hell. Got a bad car, probably got a bad house, rings and everything. I mean, every pastor I know, he'd be clean. Dr. Chicken, I mean, uh, Pastor Chickenfoot, he good. That's the truth. That's real talk, man, because of it. when we do, we rush to them, we pay them, we give them everything. But see, the thing is, there are some good churches, and they do some stuff for some 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 stuff for some neighborhoods and do stuff like that. But see, the thing about it is, though, is that what churches need to do, they need to get to the point where they need to get really deep in the situation. Talk about stuff like uh, help families figure things out, family counseling, things such as uh, there's a family dispute going on with the custody situation about kids. You know, we need to do that in the community where we can basically have them come to us, let us talk about it. 
It ain't about the Lord. It's about the family. Because we need to get this together. We need y'all to stay together. We need to work this together. We need to figure it out. You know, uh, it's just one of those things, man. It's a lot of information, a lot of stuff that we need to do as a people, man. And we're just not doing it because we're too caught up on little stuff. Little stuff. And the N-word, on that level, the N-word is we use it, but at the same time, it's, it's the least of our problems, to be honest with you. Well, that's that, that that's a great way to wrap it up. You know what I mean? It's, once again, you know what I'm saying, we hit this bad boy right in the head. Of course, this won't be our last discussion on the N-word, but I'm quite sure there'll be some things, some events, some programs, and everything else that'll be going on with it. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Once again, you know, this is Flossie Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? From Flossie Jeezy's show worldwide with my right hand, Sugar Ray Robinson Jr. You know what I'm saying? We held it down like soldiers do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's been a pleasure dealing with you folks tonight, and hopefully you get something out of this 100 conversation that we got, you know, we've delivered tonight. Like I said, we got a lot more stuff coming up. Coming up on, you know, to the next day or so, maybe even tomorrow, we're going to jump headlong into this Hollywood and its effects on our community. Did in fact, and, and ask the question why they are so limited in uh, covering all the history that we have. And I know that, uh, you know, unlike the show, fear is definitely a factor with them. But, you know what I'm saying, knowledge is power. You start putting everybody in the, in, the, in the program and in the game, you know what I'm saying, you, you have some questions to, to, to answer and stuff. And we know there's a reason why you won't tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth. But we'll, we'll conquer that, like I said before, in the future show. So for myself and my main man, Sugar Ray, I'm going to say God bless y'all and thanks for coming out. Sugar Ray, drop the disclaimer, and we'll head, it on, head on out of here. Let Sleepy Brown take us on home. Yeah, I'm glad y'all stepped in tonight. It's been a great show. I want y'all to understand, I love black, I live black, I die black. And understand, the revolution is not an event. It's a process, okay? The revolution is not an event, it's a process. And in that token, we out of here. Amen. Sugar Ray. God bless and thank you. I'm going to let Sleepy take us all on in. You folks take care. Good night. Let me lift my cup. Will you just drink my cup?